54321, hello children and welcome to episode 15 of the On My Dime, On Your Time podcast, this time featuring Alex Walker of the Fashion Collective podcast. I found Alex on the Instagram Explorer page, so the algorithm actually blessed me for once. It was interesting because I found that we had a lot of similar guests on his podcast, and we had like a lot of the same guests, so it was interesting to watch some of his episodes and learn a little bit more about the people that I've spoken to as well. Great episode. Uh, I learned a lot about meditation from Alex and he put me on to a few people in like the fashion space that I didn't know about and hopefully some guests that I'll have on in the future. If you guys like episodes like this, please make sure to give me a follow on Instagram at on my dime on your time podcast. Give me a rating on Apple Podcasts, I think I got it right this time, and give me a download on Spotify as well, I would really appreciate it. If you guys have any ideas for guests you want me to have on in the future, send me a DM on at, IS, at on my dime on your time podcast or my personal at ISAVVLLV. And also check out Alex's podcast, it's at the Fashion Collective Podcast on Instagram. And you can find that on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts as well. Super good podcast, some quality stuff, and yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Alex, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Same old. Uh, for those of you who don't know, how about you like tell the people about yourself and like what it is that you do? Yeah, definitely. So I'm Alexander Walker. I am the host of the Fashion Collective podcast. Uh, which is a podcast kind of centered around, you know, pretty much creating a space for creatives, a place where creatives can come to learn, hopefully collaborate, and kind of just support, you know, emerging brands. I am also one of the co-founders of Small Hours Magazine, alongside Ray Mia, which you probably know him from, Aurier NYC, his brand, as well as, you know, his time on YouTube. And then my guy, Drew Joyner, who is from the brand Edward Joyner. So it's a very similar thing, you know, helping supporting, you know, upcoming emerging brands, as well as, you know, we have some really cool uh, established creatives that we're, you know, very uh, excited about sharing. Awesome, man. I actually spoke with Drew on like, on, like the, my last episode. I'm not sure if you yeah, saw, like, I saw that. Yeah, he's a great guy, man. Super chill. Uh, how did you get interested into in fashion and this whole like creative space? Yeah, so probably very early on. So I was going to say like sixth or seventh grade, I was introduced to the brand, The Hundreds, which I think is a very underrated brand. You know, I love what Bobby Hundreds has been able to build over there. And, you know, it was a really great entryway into learning more about streetwear because, you know, I remember it was probably my first memory of thinking about fashion in a different way in terms of thinking about it beyond just clothes I put on every morning. You know, really thinking about like, oh, wow, there's a lot more thought that goes into the creation of these garments into you know collaborations and i remember it was like reading his blog and it was like wow like he puts a lot of thought into this like it's a lot more of like you know connecting with friends and you know people all over the world and kind of just being you know really excited about the creation process and i remember watching his youtube videos and stuff like that and that kind of just introduced me into learning more about streetwear obviously that takes me into reading high beast reading high snob like every morning uh, you know, I remember like high school, I had a class, like a business class that was around like, you know, I think it was like 1030 to like a, about noonish. And me and my friends would like, we had like computers and we'd be like, 
at 11 a.m. Thursday, trying the cops on there from Supreme or something like that. So, I mean, those are kind of like fond memories of like my early years of getting into fashion, which then led me into getting into more of like the brands that I'm into today, you know, the Our Legacies, 18 East, Noah. I love what Noah's doing. That's one of my favorite brands currently. And uh, yeah, I think that's kind of like the start of when I got into fashion. Awesome, man. How has your style changed like throughout the years? Because like you said, you started in sixth grade. Like, How has it changed throughout the years? And like, has starting the podcast or starting the magazine or becoming more like involved in the space, has that put you on to any new brands or any new designers? Yeah, definitely. And in terms of my style evolution, I definitely think there's like a huge jump. I think early on it was, you know, I think my, our mom picked out our clothes like when we were really, really young, but I think she always did a, a really amazing job. I think she was always like in the fashion as well. So I think that also played a part in it. Um, wearing Ralph Lauren, it's funny, she always used to put us in like, you know, corduroys and I always hated them as a kid, but now I'm like going back to that and I'm wearing like cords from like Noah and, you know, I really like she liked the ones from Uniqlo as well. But uh, in terms of like, you know, style evolution, kind of like just, you know, looking into more uh, emerging brands, newer brands, which is something that, you know, has definitely been, uh, there's definitely been an uptake since starting the podcast, definitely. In terms of brands that I really like right now, I mean, as I said, kind of like 18 East, I really love what they're doing. Antonio Cingoli is one of my favorite designers at the moment. Uh, what Drew's doing at Edward Joyner is really impressive. It's a newer brand. I think the graphics he's been releasing, the beanie, I have the beanie, so that's really nice. I really love what he's doing. And then obviously with Ray, with Oria NYC, he has a lot of stuff in the works that he's been kind of telling us about so I'm like excited for him to like finally be able to like share it with to the world um but yeah I just feel like now I'm more into like very much like you know obviously influenced by a little bit of the workwear but I always was like somebody who also liked to you know put on a nice college shirt nice tailoring so that's why I really love Noah because it's like emerging of streetwear elements as well as having more of those preppier elements but um, another great brand is Engineer Garments. I love visiting Nepenthe's store in New York. I think what they do is really impressive because I'm like, I'm eyeing these like green cargos from uh, Calculus. Uh, really great store out in, uh, I believe, I know it's in Canada, but I think it might be Vancouver, which is really cool. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I missed out on those cargo pants on the Essence sale, man. They just like, they went out of stock and I was like, I was so sad, man. I really wanted that pair, man. I don't know. They're super nice. Yeah, they're chill. Yeah, they're good. Um, what made you start the podcast then after everything? Yeah, so I also work for Fashion Moves Forward, which is a you know site about men's fashion. And you know, I remember like a couple of years ago, I was, you know, I really wanted to work for them. Yeah, I reached out to Jackson. Shout out to Jackson, really great guy. Uh, he's the founder of the site, and it was kind of like, hey, are you guys in need of any you know new writers, interns? You know, I'd really just love to be a part of what you guys are doing. And he was like, yeah, actually, we're in need of some new writers for the site. So I sent him over some like something I just like a draft that I came up with. And he was like, yeah, I like it. So I was able to join a team over there at Fashion News Forward, which was really amazing, covering style, lifestyle, uh, hoping out with like, you know, strategy. And I know we're going to be launching the Midnight Rodeo, which is a really cool in-house brand that we're working on. But I also started doing interviews. And one of the first interviews I ever did was with Kyron Warwick, a uh, content creator uh, based out of Canada. I mean, really cool guy. 
somebody I've been watching for years now. Like it's crazy to see his evolution. So I was really happy to have the chance to sit down with him. And, you know, I was recording it. I mean, it was a written article, but I had recorded it just so I can reference back to it. And I was listening back to it like a day or two after we had our conversation. I was like, wow, like this could have been a really good podcast. <laughs> and uh, I reached out to him. I was like, hey, would you mind if I use this as like, you know, the first episode of my podcast? And he was like, dude, totally fine. You know, start, you know, use it. And I was like, oh, thank you, man. And him and Ray are really close. And I had, you know, had a couple conversations with Ray, like, but I think he reached back out and he's like, yeah, man, like I would love to be on. And, you know, having them as my first two podcast episodes was pretty crazy, pretty surreal. Um, two people I really was a, a fan of for years. And it was just really cool to have them on to kind of share their stories and, you know, share what they've been working on and what they were working on for the future. And, yeah, that kind of was just kind of like the catalyst of starting the podcast. And, you know, I've been just very fortunate enough to have like some really amazing guests come on, you know, AO from the Fashion Archive, uh, Adam from Libro, which is really cool. And I have a lot of really cool episodes in the works that I'm excited about sharing. Awesome, man. I was doing some like creeping around on like Spotify and stuff, looking at your podcast. I noticed we had a lot of like similar guests and stuff. I just found, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, you have, I just listened to the Stevie one, obviously, which is really nice. You know, I think it was a really good one. And, it, you know, it made me want to check you guys out. So, I mean, I really love what you're doing. I think it's really impressive. And uh, I'm excited to see where you go. Like, how are you liking podcasting? I honestly love it, man. Like, I try and put a bit of like a, like a motivation and like a mindset sort of a spin on it. And that's like, really where like, I think my like the majority of my interest lies like I love fashion as much as the next guy right but like I want to see how like wearing different clothes can impact your life in like a different way rather than just getting likes on social media let's say so like I've, I've been learning a lot from each episode yeah it's kind of a segue to my next question for you it's like besides the one like you're obviously very passionate about the, the episode with Kyron and with Ray but like what are some of your other favorite interviews that you've done so far and what are some of the favorite things that you've learned that's a good question. Really good question. Um, yeah, I would say Soft Rodman was one of the other guests that I really enjoyed having on. He's a writer for Grailed and, okay. you know, he's done so many different things in his you know time. He's worked with brands like Bare Knuckles, uh, Reese Cooper. So getting the chance to sit down with him was a really great opportunity. And I learned so much from that, you know, learning about his, you know, his thoughts on fashion journalism, because it's something that you know, I hope it's what I mostly read. So it's like interesting to get his takes on it. What does the future look like? What does the future hold? You know, how is it changing? And just, you know, seeing like the evolution of like writers because it used to be like the site or the publication was really like the leader, or like the main thing that people tune into, you tuned into and you still do to New York Times and stuff like that. But now it's coming more and more of like, you love a particular writer, you know, you love Rachel Tashin. So you tune into every one of her articles at GQ, you know, you love Jacob Gallagher. So you, you know, read all of his work on Wall Street Journal. So I think that's kind of like something I really learned. And, you know, we kind of talked about during the podcast. Um, someone else that I really enjoyed one of was the Mark Richardson. So he is a photographer um, based out of Montreal. He has done a little bit of everything. He's worked with uh, Grailed as well. He also writes for Grailed as well, uh, but he's also done stuff with 
complex, high beast, high snobiety. He's done with uh, Mr. Porter. So a lot of amazing uh, publications and retailers and brands. So, you know, sitting down with him and getting his thoughts on the future of street style, the future of, you know, fashion photography was really illuminating and sharing, you know, what is the, you know, when a lot of brands are kind of considering, oh, are we even going to have like, you know, fashion week or anything? Like, what does that look like moving forward? So I think those are like two interviews that I look back on that I'm like, those are really, uh, really interesting. Interesting stuff, man. I'm definitely going to watch those episodes after we're, um, we're done recording here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Here's a, here's a weird question for you, but like, give me two guests that are your absolute like dream guests to have on your podcast. Like give me one person who's in fashion and one person just like a wild card. And that is a tough one. Yeah, I kind of added a bunch more questions <laughs> than the one I sent you in the PDF. So like, sorry for that. But like, yeah, I just thought, I thought it'd be interesting to. No, know. I mean, yeah, it's a really good question. Um, in the fashion space, I would say Brendan from Noah. Okay. You know, as I said, it's like, I've, I had to say, like, people always ask this question as well. Like, you know, if you only had to wear one brand for the rest of your life, what brand would that be? And I would have to say it's Noah. Because early on, as I said, like, I always liked, you know, the tailoring elements, but I also like streetwear. And I always felt like Noah did a great job of merging the two. And I love the brand ethos in terms of, you know, what they stand for, always giving back to the local community, you know, supporting great causes in terms of protecting the oceans, protecting the planet. And, you know, I think that's just something that I really, you know, really resonates with me. So I would definitely think that that is like a dream guest for me, you know, sitting down with Brendan would be, uh, really great and a really amazing opportunity and definitely a dream guest of mine in general outside of fashion i would say he's still kind of in fashion but it would definitely be pharrell i think he's okay. a yeah a style icon and uh i think he would just be really a cool person to like sit down with i know he kind of had like his own like type of podcast kind of thing like i am other on youtube where he interviewed people and you sit down with like people like Kid Cudi and like other, like, I think he did one with Nigo. And I think that would just be cool. Just seeing like, you know, obviously talking about fashion stuff, like Billionaire Boys Club and to Human Made, but also just talking about, you know, life. And one of the things that he actually answered uh, recently was like his skincare routine on Vogue. I just thought that was pretty funny. I was like, let me just sit down and like watch it and take some notes. Yeah, honestly, man. I'm going to check that out as well. Cause like, I don't know if it's quarantine or what it is. My skin is like kind of, kind of whack. I don't know what's going on. Um, speaking of COVID, how is the, how is like the whole like self-isolation thing, the whole like businesses closing, how has that affected you? And like as a content creator or just like, like as a person? Yeah. I mean, Earlier this year, I recently graduated from Indiana University, uh, Kelly School of Business. And, you know, it was a weird year to graduate. I mean, I think my mom and dad were probably more bummed out of, than I was because I didn't have like an actual graduation ceremony, <laughs> um, which kind of sucked. But, you know, I think that definitely does pale in comparison to all the people who obviously have passed due to the pandemic, who, you know, it's been much harder to find a job due to the pandemic luckily i was able to obviously you know had my own place and this place i where where i went to university at and also i was able to stay obviously with uh, parents while i was trying to figure out my you know where i was going to be working which i was fortunately able to you know find a job so i think it was um 
it's definitely taking some time and it definitely impacted, you know, my 2020 plans. Um, in terms of like content creation, in terms of other side projects, such as the podcast and, you know, working on Small Hours Magazine and everything else, I think it really didn't change it too much in terms of, you know, most of the time I was doing my interviews through Zoom, which, you know, allows me to interview people all over the world, which is, you know, something I really value. I like getting other people's perceptions or perspectives on the fashion industry from across, you know, from different continents. You know, I've interviewed people from, you know, my guy Solus Klo out there in New Zealand, such as Jordan Gibson as well with Checks Downtown. Uh, my guy Verdugo out in Australia. I got some interviews coming from Japan this later on in the season, which is really cool. And just all over the United States. I mean, obviously the guys in Canada have also interviewed. So it's really been amazing uh, to see that, you know, even though we are self-isolated away from each other, we can't really meet face to face. We can still have these you know, amazing conversations, these interactions uh, via digitally. Absolutely, man. Uh, has it has has the pandemic led to any changes in like your current routine with content creation, or has it been like somewhat the same? Like, I'm you kind of highlighted that in the previous question, but yeah, I mean, it's been relatively the same. You know, in terms of you know scheduling, you know, interviews, you know, online through email, cold emailing. Uh, also just connecting with people that I've already worked with in the past and just kind of seeing, you know, if they're interested in being on the podcast and in terms of, you know, actually doing the interviews, I've always done them through Zoom. So really no like huge adjustments I had to make luckily. Um, but, you know, I've been just kind of like adjusting it. I know for on the guest end, I know a lot of them have been super busy in terms of, you know, trying to deal with everything that's happening with their businesses due to the pandemic. So it's kind of like working with that, I think is probably the major uh, thing that I had to kind of adjust and, you know, had to deal with during the year. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's been crazy. I feel bad for like all the small businesses, man. Like it's crazy. The current situation, like up in Canada, like they're closing all like the small, like mom and pop shops, like for clothes and everything. But like all the big, big box stores are like, allowed to stay open. It's super sad. And it's, yeah. you know, sad to see companies like, you know, Tudakayo and Kinfolk and all these amazing places where, you know, it used to be kind of like hubs for fashion and other things, you know, restaurants that have gone out of business, uh, local stores, you know, I know the Strand out in New York, you know, a bookstore, a cornerstone of the, of the community, you know, was fighting and asking for donations and trying to fighting to, you know, stay afloat. So it's just really sad to see. Yeah. Crazy stuff, man. Uh, so like you run the magazine, right? You have the, the podcast, and you have a bunch of other projects, I'm sure, right? So how do you how do you stay productive? Like, how do you manage all your all the stuff that you do? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something, you know, I've been trying to work on and trying to perfect. I don't think I'm the expert on this, <laughs> but um, I definitely have been using Notion, which is something I've learned from like a lot of tech YouTubers. I'm really big into like tech YouTubers. That's something else I've been getting into a lot. Um, I think it was Ali Abdal. He's a fashion YouTuber and uh he's big on notion so notion is like this application you can get on your mac you can get on your desktop you can get it on your iphone and it really allows you to just kind of like be able to take really uh great notes and keep everything organized and you can have different calendars in it so i track like content calendar when things should be released um i can take notes and write down you know questions for interviews uh it's really just been a really great method in terms of keeping everything organized in relation to all of my different projects I'm working on and also use it for work. So it's really great. I really love it. 
I also use the native Apple calendar app, which I know is like, if you're one of those product, you know, productivity guys or girls, like you really are like, what the Apple calendar app, but like, I really like it. I mean, it's pretty simple. It works with all the different from the iPad to my MacBook to my iPhone, like everything just, you know, get alerts. I always try to keep like, you know, alerts for like two hours or a day before, just making sure I'm getting everything uh, done that I need to get done as well as, you know, I can put the links for like Zoom. So like if I'm on my computer, I can go directly into the Zoom application when I have an interview, which is really great. And then lastly, I think it's just kind of like, you know, finding time to recharge. I think taking that time to kind of get out, you know, for me, it's really been like taking walks, working out and, you know, spending time with family when I was at home, which is really great to kind of just, you know, get away from work, get away from the projects and just kind of recharge after a day of, you know, of work, because it can really take a toll on you with everything that's happening with the pandemic early in the year with everything with the election in the US, you know, it was a lot to put on anybody. So, you know, I think it's definitely, you know, important to take that time to, to reassess and just recharge and spend time effectively. Absolutely. Did you, do you like have a route, like a set routine, like every single day and have you found like, what's the, what's some of the value that you found in having a routine? Yeah. I think that's something like, especially when I like finished college and like it was quarantine, the days kind of got away from you a little bit for, at least for me on, on my end, it was like, wow, I really need to build that kind of structure and that I used to have with like classes and, you know, all the work and side projects. So kind of building that structure really, you know, was really important to me. So in terms of like a routine, usually I wake up around, you know, 6.30 to 7 a.m. Kind of just, you know, I've started to do like a little bit of meditating. I think that's kind of important for me, you know, stay away from the phone for a little bit and just kind of like think about the day, think about what I have to get done and kind of just clear my thoughts and then kind of just get ready. I'm a huge like ESOP guy, like you know, shout out to Kevin, who's helped me out with, you know, securing a lot of really great stuff from the brand. I really love it. So I think that's kind of like a little bit of self-care in the morning, just kind of like, you know, use some of their products. I think it's really great. Get ready, then check the email, get ready for work, hop on calls for work. And then towards the middle of the day, kind of start working on podcast stuff in terms of, you know, reaching out to guests, you know, making sure everything is all good. Thinking about questions, editing podcast episodes, um, Usually when I'll do stuff like this, like do another interview <laughs> with somebody like you. Um, so that's kind of like my routine. And then towards the end of the day, try to like go on a walk or do something like that, walk downtown and, you know, get something to eat and just kind of make it back to the, back to the little apartment and, you know, probably just keep cranking away at like different things I have to get done in terms of side projects. Um, and usually I have like one other call for work as well. Beautiful, man. Tell me a little bit more about like the way that you meditate because it's something I started doing recently. I just want to hear a bit more. Yeah. So uh, I've been really getting to like a lot of like the self-care stuff and trying to figure out, you know, what's this type of thing that can actually improve you know, my day to day. And I felt that meditating was really good because, you know, especially now that we're all at home, I mean, we're always in front of screens, you know, whether it's our small screen, the iPhone, or, you know, obviously a much bigger screen with the laptop, you know, we're always just in front of screens working and it can be, it's easy to buy into that system of always working, always grinding. You know, I think sometimes it's good just to take some time, 
think about the day, think about, you know, what you want to do and just kind of clear your thoughts and, you know, think about how you're feeling, honestly, like, you know, take a, an assessment of what, how you're feeling for the day. And I think that's really important for me. And, you know, I've been added some other things I talk about in one of my interviews, you know, doing like, uh, I started adopting, you know, intermittent fasting, which is something really cool. I do the 16 hour, I use the zero app to kind of track when I should start eating, stop eating. And usually I wait until like noonish to like eat my first meal, which I found that works for me. It doesn't work for everybody. I think it's a way of adjusting it. You have to do it for yourself. Maybe intermittent fasting isn't for you, but for me, at least it has worked. Awesome, man. Do you use any of the apps like for meditation, like Headspace or like, what's that one? It's like by Sam Harris. So I think it's called like, there's that sure. one. Waking up by Sam Harris or like something like that. Do you use any of the apps or do you just like kind of just do it on your own? I usually just kind of just do it on my own. Usually it's like 20 to maybe even 30 minutes at like max. What? Yeah. Just kind of like just thinking about it. And sometimes I'll like write down things like in a journal and just keep it like digital free. Like just get away from technology for a little bit. Just in that early moments of the day for me at least. But do you use any of the apps? I used Headspace for a little while, but like only like 12 of the, um, the sessions are free. Oh, so it's like, it's like, I believe it's 10 five minute sessions and two of the, um, 10 minute sessions. And then like five minutes is kind of easy for me now. Like, I, like, so then I just use YouTube for like some of the 10 minute sessions. I need a bit of like a guided like thing, just like a voice, just talking. Like I can't do like the music stuff or like the wind chimes. Oh or yeah. <laughs> I need like a bit of a voice, but it's something I'm trying to like, get like used to not having how did you work up to doing 20 to 30 minutes man because that's crazy to me yeah I mean I think it, I mean it's kind of like a combination of just like thinking about one the day and then two kind of just how I'm feeling and then three just kind of like taking time just to like do breathing ex exercises I think also doing stretches which is something like I've you know done every so often which is a really good way of just getting the body, just, you know, waking it up, getting ready for the day. And then I kind of move into like, then listening to like podcasts. This is something else I forgot to say. Like I'm a huge podcast person. Like, of course I have a podcast. I love podcasts. So I always listen to like, you know, later on after I'm done meditating, the like up first with NPR and like the daily with like uh, the New York times, which is another part of like my morning routine that I forgot to say. But yeah, I mean, it just takes time to kind of build up to like that 20, 30 minute uh, meditation. Awesome, man. I'm trying to work up to like maybe like 20 minutes tops. I feel like 30 minutes is going to it's going to start pushing it a little bit for me. I don't, I don't know what it is or not, but awesome, man. Um, what's your workout routine? Because you said you used to like work out like when you like early. I'm sure you still work out now, but like what's your routine looking like currently? Uh, yeah, so I've really gotten into like jump roping. Like okay. I, that was one of the things that like, I thought it's like very easy. I don't have to really go to the gym too much since obviously a lot of gyms are closed. Um, earlier, earlier in the quarantine, I was huge into playing tennis. So me and my brothers all grew up playing tennis. Um, it was really fun, like really great way to just get outside and just kind of hit around, uh, which was really fun. You know, I did that a lot during the summertime. Not so much now. I've kind of stopped doing that. I kind of want to find like an indoor place where I can kind of keep playing during the winter. That was really fun. Other than that, playing basketball, which is something that we also grew up playing. So doing that. And then other than that, I mean, doing a little bit of weightlifting, uh, doing like, you know, kettlebells and stuff like that is really great. 
and then kind of just going on walks, going on long walks. I love to, towards the end of the day, just kind of walk around downtown and just come back to the apartment. Kind of always feel like, you know, a lot more refreshed. Awesome, man. Sorry, you're based in New York, yeah? Uh, I used to. Now I'm currently back in Indiana okay. and uh, in Indianapolis area. Okay, nice, yeah. Um, let me just see here. What are some, give me, give me a bit of a teaser on some of the upcoming projects that you got in the works. Yeah, we have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of amazing things coming up. I have, you know, obviously the episodes that are dropping, you know, this week, I have some really good interviews with Stephen Lee, who's a photographer based out of Toronto. Uh, I have an interview with Magnus uh, Blicking. He is a designer based out of Berlin. He has a workwear brand called Novusware, which I'm excited about sharing. And then I have a lot of other great interviews coming down the pipeline. I mean, I have an interview with somebody from New Balance. Nice. Who, yeah. So we're going to be talking about the amazing year they've been on the run in terms of collaborations. Talk about my favorite sneaker of the year, uh, the Salehi uh, 2002Rs, which are really cool. Um, Austin Williamson, he is a guy who has his like brand slash like vintage like e-commerce site called Petrified Good which, you know, does a lot of reworking of like Patagonia baggies and uh, Patagonia fleeces. And he's also started making his own garments, such as like the painter uh, jacket and painter pants, which are really amazing, which, you know, he's worked with like, you know, John Mayer is a fan. So we talk about John Mayer being like his third follower on Instagram, which is crazy. What? Yeah, it was like wild. He's just like, yeah, John Mayer was like a huge uh, fan of like what I was doing. And then Lauren Schlossman from, you know, the GOAT podcast, throwing fits. Um, he's also a huge fan. So we get into talking about that. So, you know, a lot of really amazing stuff in the works in terms of that, in terms of the, like the actual podcast. Uh, I'm also started doing the newsletter. So it's like a weekly thing that I'll be releasing every Sunday, just kind of talking about podcast updates, um, things I've been into. I really want to do like brand shout outs of like some of the emerging brands that I'm really been into lately, as well as uh, music, which is something also I've been kind of introducing a little bit which is I've been doing the Fashion Collective Mix, which people really have been liking. So I'm in works with creating kind of like a radio thing that will be available on Spotify. So I'll be talking to people and then kind of sharing some of our favorite music, uh, which will be only available on Spotify. So definitely stay tuned for that. Great stuff, man. Awesome. I'll be looking forward to it, man, definitely. Um, do you have any book recommendations for me? Because I need to start reading a few more books here and there, man, honestly. Yeah, when I saw this question in the stuff you sent over to me, I was kind of like, man, I haven't really been reading all too many books, but I did actually recently uh, pick up uh, Kitchen Confidential. So I saw that it was like by Anthony Bourdain, which is somebody I truly respect. And what he was able to do in the food space was insane. And I really love his TV shows. You know, I always thought they were super well done and really gave a you know good insight into how culture and food and like, the intersection of everything of, you know, I thought he did an amazing job. So I saw it was like the 20th anniversary of the book and coming out and I really just wanted to kind of pick it up. So I picked that one up. I'm interested in, you know, checking it out. This will be my first time ever reading it. In terms of other things I've been really, mostly I've been, as I said, like earlier, it's like articles. So I do like the news roundup for anyone who doesn't know on the Fashion Collective podcast. And usually I recap like all the stuff I've been reading over the course of the week. So I would definitely recommend like some articles I've been currently into, which is like Jacob Gallagher from the Wall Street Journal. 
he has the trucker hats, a questionable 2000s fashion trend returns, which I thought was really funny because I've been into the brand Maybe Tomorrow, which has like a trucker hat, which is really cool. So just kind of learning about the, what is the return, like talking about the return, but also what does that mean? I thought that was a really interesting thing that he touches on, as well as I've really been into obviously Rachel, uh, Tashjian, you know, Noah Johnson, Sam Hine over at GQ. I think Will Welch has done an exceptional job of kind of bringing back GQ in a new way that feels very modern with the time and really does a great job of covering the fashion zeitgeist. Uh, obviously, you know, a legend in the industry, Robin Givens at the Washington Post. She's a legend in the industry and does amazing work. I really loved her articles. And, you know, some people, as I said, like I had some past guests, you know, Mark Richardson and Soft Rotman, I feel like are killing it in terms of dry clean only on Grails. I think they do an amazing job of, uh, you know, providing like really great resources in terms of, you know, learning more about fashion, you know, whether that's covering like the history of engineered garments or talking about, you know, the best boots to pick up. Like it's a, it's a wide range of stuff they cover on there. So I really do uh, enjoy reading their work. Beautiful, man. That's pretty much all the questions I have. I'm just going to give you the floor and you can plug all your projects, everything, like where the people can find you, all that good stuff, man. Yeah. And thank you again for having me on. I really do love what you're doing and I love, I want to see what's happening. Yeah. In terms of plugging, uh, you can follow me at Alex Walker PH on Instagram. That's my personal account. You can follow the fashion collective podcast at the fashion collective podcast on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at TFC underscore pod. And you can follow small hours magazine at small hours mag. And yeah, I think that's, uh, that's pretty much everything. Beautiful, man. That's all going to be listed and linked in the show notes of the podcast as well for the people to, to look at. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Beautiful, man. Thank you again for coming on. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you.